I'm Judith Farrell Horvath, owner and shepherdess at Fairhill Farm in Lancaster, Ohio. It's a smallish town southeast of Columbus, and I've lived here since 2013. I started with illegal backyard chickens a long time ago in suburbia, and today I have an operational farm where, amongst many other things, I have sheep. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Sheep and handling them. So sheep are one of my greatest joys here on the farm. They're kind of sweet and simple. And there's a joke that a sheep's greatest aspiration in life is to find a new and unexpected way to die. And I feel bad because it's really not the sheep's nature to be suicidal. Or even as I've experienced, <laughs> sadly, homicidal, accidentally homicidal. I wrote a blog post called Training Wheel Sheep. You can see it here on my website where I talked about the things that have happened here and the things that I've learned from sheep and the lessons that they teach us even after they've died from or of something or with something. Anyway, back to the living ones, shall we? So if you're considering sheep, I'm going to say go for it and be prepared. That means two things. Number one, Forgive yourself in advance. You'll probably lose a couple. So start with the training wheel sheep like I did. Number two, be ready with Tramiel and Aleve. So uh, when I started with sheep, I wasn't sure I was going to stick with them because, hey, sheep, it's new to me. Wasn't around them growing up. There's not many sheep here in America, really. It's more of a European and Middle Eastern thing. So, I mean, I see sheep very often it's hard to come by mentors I wasn't really sure so there's plenty of things that I like to try and if they don't work out I move on that's how you learn right well I decided to keep sheep and it was because I enjoyed the meat and it's an inexpensive way to feed the fam a very high quality protein through taking advantage of my land converting all that solar energy and native grassland into meat very efficiently and quickly, I might add. Uh, and building the soil and enriching the land at the same time. So I decided to try sheep. Seven years later, I still have them. And I love my sheep. Love them. So the thing to know about sheep is that they're highly instinct-driven and very sensitive. But when they panic, they lose all sense of, well everything, including self-preservation. So let me give you an example. If they panic, they will leap face first into any near solid object. Anything between where they are, where they perceive to be safety and freedom on the other side, even if they see a barrier. So it might be a fence or a gate or a water trough or your knee or your face. Yeah. So let's just say I never planned to work sheep. That means handling them for a specific purpose unless I was not in a time crunch. I learned this very quickly because it's not unusual to need an ice pack afterwards or even on rare occasions end up with a black eye or fat lip. There's a meme out there that says, tell me you have sheep without telling me you have sheep. And there was picture after picture of hematoma, hematoma ice packs, um, icy hot, all kinds of things. Knee braces goodness. So I can't tell you how many times I had bruises all over me and got funny looks at work. Fortunately, they all knew I was a weekend warrior, farmer, shepherdess, so that helped. But you know, sheep are not sheepish as in compliant. No, not at all. They don't just do whatever you want, not unless you can catch them and flip them over on their backs. 
And then they lay there helpless and you can do whatever, which is what they die from if dogs get a hold of them or wolves. But except for that, no, sheep are not compliant. So I started with my flock by attaching two long cattle panels. They're sort of flexible, if you're familiar with cattle panels. Mine, mine are, I think they're like, uh, I think my starter panels are either 10 or 12 feet long and four feet tall. They're sort of flexible and they can be pulled around you into sort of a circle. And I attach them to each other with a, um, a product from Premier One. It's like a corkscrew joiner piece of hardware. I can't remember the name of it. But I want to say they're like, I don't know, they're like 18 bucks at the time. But they're sort of this little corkscrew thing where you drop it down on two panels and it kind of zip, 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 and it spins around and it holds things together. It's like this four foot long metal curly cute that you can use to attach thin panels together. Anyway, they were great. So I had the idea of attaching two cattle panels into two C shapes, like a hinge together. So it sort of lay flat when I wasn't using it. And then I'd sort of herd and scoot the flock in there and then walk and drag this thing around through the grass until I had the sheep sort of gathered and scooped up and all together like a fish in a net. I don't know if this is making sense verbally, but I think you can kind of see where I'm going with this. And then I could draw it in and close around me and check eyes, give shots, take body condition scores and you know, things like that. So the trick to keeping sheep calm is keeping them in tight against each other and against you, like smushed up against your legs. So if they start scrambling around, you're going down because they're going to knock your legs out from underneath you. But as long as you're not panicked, you can walk through them, kind of push them out of the way a little bit and you're all good. So if there's free space, that's when you start getting this head bashing, leaping, panic lunging, and bad things happen. Head butted by lambs mostly. The good thing about lambs is you can catch a lamb mid-air as it leaps past you. And wool is very cool that way. It's a little harder when the sheep's bigger. But anyway, second thing is if you have a ram and you're working with him, do not give him space. Do not give him space between your leg and him. Keep smushed in there hard. A ram can and will, given the chance, certain ones anyway, break your leg with just six inches of space between him and a helper shin. Rack, ask me how I know. It takes one second. Let's talk prolapses. They seem to be caused when setting a pregnant ewe back into a sheep chair. And after getting any sheep backwards into a sheep chair, that's pretty hard. It's only easy and cool looking after you've lived lifted, flipped, missed, and thrashed, and perhaps lost a small battle with the sheep. You can see where this goes quickly. I'm not bigger and stronger than my sheep. I'm just not. So sheep chair, while great in concept, it was hard getting them into it. So you can see where this is all going. So let's fast forward. I'm age 50, and when I decide I'm going to start getting hurt soon, it's only a matter of time, and I wanted to make sure I kept shepherding, shepherdessing, whatever. So I bought a small, simple Lakeland handling system and turntable. Um, I watched a, a demo from the shepherdess at Harmony Farm, and I was so taken with her, def, her, her demo of it that I thought, you know what, why not? Because there's so much demand for this, I can always resell it. So even if I don't use it, I can resell it. Barely any loss, it's all good. So it's the sort of the scoop funnel thing that shoves the sheep into a narrow alley with the guillotine gate at one end and the body squeezer thing that can be flipped over sideways. Sheep can go upside down with the animal locked securely and calmly in place. It's completely unscientific, inaccurate, 
non-technical way of explaining it. But I mean, since this podcast and this whole website's geared towards people who are new to farming, it'll make sense to you. So, oh my glory, let me tell you, this was life-changing. So today I can work sheep alone if I need to. Never before was that possible. I needed one helper or two, one with equipment and another with a clipboard. Now I have all my own stuff. I handle it completely myself. I've got my thigh bag strapped to my leg. I've got two crooks. One's a leg grabber. One's a basic wooden shepherd's crook. And I got this. It's all I need. Sheep come in for grain. Now that they're accustomed to going through the system, it's easy. Get them scooted, get them moving. All good to go. If you decide to buy one of these, you'll only be sad from the day you click on purchase till the first day your sheep are run through it. After that, all pain is gone, I promise. I've used the turntable to do shots, ear tags, banding, hoof trims, and famacha checks. Again, game changer. It's made my sheeping fun again. And fun enough where I think I'm ready to expand my flock now. Life is good. No more face bashing. Smells like victory. All right. That's it for now. This is a great little plug for Lakeland. Um, their customer service is amazing. Their delivery people seem to be challenged at their jobs. I'm just going to say that. But they don't actually do their own deliveries. They contract with other companies. So results may vary depending on where you live. Um, super helpful. Very polite. And I absolutely love their product. It is sturdy. It's easy to put together. Um, their directions lead a little bit to be desired as far as clarity. Like with many things farm related, there's sort of an assumption that you know what you're doing before you know what you're doing. And I don't understand that, but hey, it is what it is. So if you're good mechanically with things, you'll be able to figure it out. All right. Thumbs up with the Lakeland system. Eat what you grow, bloom in your community, a joy and abundant, resilient, rooted life. Peace and love. I will see you in the field. Farm on.